Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy from Drop Dead Copy. I'm here with Carleen Englade Cole, a fantastic copywriter. She's been on the podcast before, back when a guy named Dave Allen was running it. So it's quite funny. We popped on here and she, I think, thought I was Dave and I'm not Dave. And what's going on with this Australian accent? It was all a bit weird, uh, but uh, we figured it out. So here we are. She's been uh, AWAI's copywriter of the year. She's been on Dr. Oz. She's, uh, she's up there with Kim Schwab and just leading the, I think you're like one of the top female copywriters in the world. That's what I've heard. So something I mean, like I don't know why you have to say female. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. This just comes up. Um, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, this is true. Top copywriters in the world. I don't say you want top male copywriters, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> top, top copywriters in the world, then. Let's just call it like that. One of the best well, copywriters. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we're here. We're, uh, we're going to talk about copies. You got a new book. Uh, she's going to tell us about the book, the title, the bunch of gifts. We'll get into that. Your copy sucks, but you don't. 60 kick butt lessons on copywriting business and life. So we're going to get into some of these lessons today. I don't think we're going to have to be out of time to cover every single one. We could do one lesson a minute. That'd be, that'd be insane. That would be insane. So, it won't happen. So anyway, so, okay, we're here. So Carleen, how are you doing? I'm doing great, great. Now that I know you're not the imposter that I thought you were when you showed up on your screen going, I don't know you. You're not the one we talked to last year. So yeah. that was funny. I'm going, I would have recognized my Australian accent. I would have picked it up here. So I'm finally glad I get to actually talk to the John McIntyre. So there you go. That's the one. Yeah, you. good stuff. Well, before we get into, I mean, we'll get your book here before we, uh, Oh, you know, I'm giving you a little bit of an intro that one of the top copywriters will delete that word there. And uh, why don't you, before we get into the book, maybe give a little bit of a uh, background as well on, on who you are and yeah, why, like why people should uh, listen. Okay. Well, I mean, you're going to listen because we're going to have a great time talking. That's first of all, but That's I have been in this business for a very long time. I, uh, I've been a freelance copywriter for 23 years. Actually, January 1st was my anniversary, 23 years as a freelancer. Wow. Before then, I was working at Phillips Publishing for 12 years. So 35 years of, of um, experience in the direct response marketing uh, biz. So lots, lots I've learned through the years. I focus on alternative health because that's what I love. Um, I actually really, really, you know, love health. So, so it makes so much sense to just write about what I love. And so I've been focusing on, on that, the, the, the majority of my career and had the opportunity to be mentored by, you know, the late, um, great Clayton Makepeace. Um, so Clayton was, uh, my mentor from day one and I learned just about everything I know from him, uh, amazing teacher. And then I just took what I learned and kind of made it my own style you know, put my own twist to it. So I have had the opportunity to, to grow this industry and watch it and watch it just flourish so many ways, you know, it, it's been cool. So that's what I do. I write crazy kick butt copy and you know, I got clients who love it because I give them crazy kick butt money, <laughs> you know, and then they make it from my, my promotion. So yeah. they're happy. Um, and then I'm now helping to teach others uh, my crazy system too. So 
Uh, it's just a fun thing. So decided they did a book last year. I, my first book last year was this one, my life as a 50 plus year old white male, how a, uh, how a mixed race woman stumbled into direct response copywriting and succeeded. So you see, this was my life, literally, because that's who I wrote for was a 50 plus year old white male market. I won two awards for this book, by the way. You see that? Uh, so that's the, that's my autobiography. That's kind of my story of how I got involved in this industry, where, first of all, you don't find women, you don't find women of color in this mm. industry very often. And so I've had the fortunate, um, I've been very fortunate enough to be able to cut my teeth from day one um, in the industry and learn direct marketing from, from customer service. My first job was working as um, a customer service rep for a direct response company named Phyllis Publishing. And from there, I, I learned and grew, um, you know, from that experience. So it's been a tremendous, you know, um, it's been just tremendous to be able to, to spend this much time in the industry and have met so many people that have, you know, done amazing things for the industry. So happy mm. about that. Is that Love enough? It. You mean, what else do you need? Well, I got a website, carlinecole.com. You can check, you know, get bio on the website. I got a YouTube channel, Carlene Cole YouTube channel. You can get all that background stuff on there and some cool stuff. But, but overall, you know, it's weird talking about yourself. It is a bit weird, isn't people. it? Yeah. <laughs> I write about other people. I, I take the voice of other people when I, you know, when I work. To do it for yourself though. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah it's a strange I thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's good. Thank you. So uh, that's, I think that's plenty. Uh, I think people are going to probably know who you are anyway. So let's get into the book. 60 kickback lessons. You said lesson 34 is the theme of the book. It sounds like that's the title, right? Yeah, so let's maybe, let's start there. Like what's, what do you mean? With, what's that? Right. Well, so the book is, you know, I tell everybody, look, I don't claim to be any kind of psychologist or sociologist or any kind of ologist at all. So the lessons that I'm, I'm sharing in my book are, Literally life learned lessons, you know, in the trenches, um, you know, learn from uh, from mentors, anything that I, that has kind of helped me to to grow my my copywriting business, my copywriting skills, my business and, and as well as help me raise my four children um, that turned out pretty decent as human beings. So I think I did something right there. You know, me and my husband, we did it. We did something right. Um, so the, that that's what the book is really about. It's more of a just, you know, you're a copywriter, but guess what? You're also a human being. You're also a business person. So these are some things that can help you in all aspects of your life. So lesson 34, the, the, the theme of the book came from the fact that I do a, a live mentoring show once a week for, um, for my cubs. And um, it's called the Crazy Copy System Live Mentoring Show. And I do copy creep. Uh, critiques for them. And before, you know, I go into the copy crits, um, because Clayton Makepeace, like I said, was my mentor and he used to just tear apart my copy and, you know, make me cry. So I always said, all right, before, um, we start the copy crits, we do this little mantra and it says, you know, you're awesome. You're amazing. Your copy sucks. You don't, you know? And so once we clear the air that what I'm about to do is attack your copy and not you personally, then um, we go with it. So that was kind of how I'm like, that's what I say every week. That's the, that's the mantra. Everybody knows it. And so it became a natural for the book. Um, but I, as I was writing that, I also realized that your copy sucks. You don't is not just about copywriting. It's a, it's sort of like a mantra for life too, uh -huh. you know, because crappy stuff happens. 
It doesn't mean you're a bad person. You know, your kids mess up. It doesn't mean you're a bad parent. Um, so it just becomes, you know, roll with the punches. You know, you know, this is what happens. Take it and move on with it or, or get rid of it or whatever you have to do so that you can continue to, you know, to grow and thrive. And so that's why I thought, wow, this is like a double edged sword um, because it's a cool, you know, cool title. But it really is, in essence, a great message to share with people that, you know, when bad stuff happens, you got to do something with it. You got to move it out the way. You got to push it. You got to absorb it. You got to do whatever it is, but you don't let it take you down. I love that. Yeah. 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 Cause that's a huge thing, right? Where stuff, bad things happen. Things are everywhere. And people think, Oh, that means I'm not meant to be a copywriter. I'm a bad parent. I'm a bad this. I'm a bad. Yeah. That's really cool. It gets the shame out of the way, you know? Yes. Yep. Gets it out of the way, and then it just um, lets you realize you're not you're not alone. Um, and I'm really big on empowering, you know, people, you know, copywriters, women, moms, young ones. I mean, I, I think all aspects of my life have been able to to touch and and be part of that that those individual pieces. So I know what it's like. And so I, I when I'm talking when somebody's feeling down, if it's like you know mom, I say a mom who's trying to raise her kids and trying to be a copywriter, I feel you. I feel you. I was there. You know, if it's a maybe maybe English isn't your first language. Guess what? I feel you. It's not my first language either. You uh-huh. know, and so um, or if you're just struggling because you're the only female, I feel you. I feel you, you know, room full of men and you're the only female in there. I, that's happened many times in my career. Um, and so I think all of the things that I've been able to learn, I can share to say, don't worry. You know, you're not the first one. Um, and so you can learn what see what others have done to help you succeed. But most importantly, it's about just empowering you, because if you are the first one, you got to set a trail. You got to you mm-hmm. say, OK, let me go make it happen. Let me go do what I can do. Um, and just, you know, you got to feel that you have it within you to be able to go for it. Because, you know, this business, man, one morning, I, look, I, I have this, this, this term that I've, I've created called suck awesome. You know, and it mean it happened because one day, literally, I think it was not even an hour apart where I got a phone call from a client who, you know, I had a promotion going out and I said, I want to know how it did. And the client said that was the worst promotion we ever did. And that thing was it was like it was we don't know if people even saw it because there was no it was no reason i mean nothing right I mean, it was so bad right and i got the phone i'm like oh no i suck i suck i'm like huh? oh i mean i was mortified going oh my goodness this thing was so bad he's like currently this was the worst in our whole company history i'm like oh my goodness you know like I said, I'm crying, going, "What? This is horrible! Like that suck. I suck." So I finally like go get my Baskin Robbins ice cream and I eat a pint, and I'm trying to get myself better off. And I get a phone call an hour later from another client who calls me and says, "Oh my goodness, Carlene, this was the best promotion we've ever had. You know, like it's breaking all kinds of records." And I'm like, "What?" What? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. You know, so I go to the now. We're like, yes, I rock. I rock. So I call it, I'm suck awesome because one moment I suck, but the next minute I'm awesome. And, and that's the nature of the business. You know, you write copy and sometimes you're going to hit it and it's going to kick butt. Other times you're going to thud. It's not going to make a dent anywhere. And you got to learn how to roll with the punches because if you don't, you're going to be taken down, man. You're going to go down. So it's like learning how to go through the highs and the lows 
um, you know, as a copywriter, especially when you're in your hole when nobody's around you all day long. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting because you can take it in, in either direction, right? You can kind of go, well, like if your copy sucks, you don't suck. You're still a worthy, valuable, good person. But then if you go, if your copy's awesome, it doesn't really change who you are either. You're still just the same person. It doesn't make you better than anyone. It doesn't improve who you are as a person. It just means you've got some good copy. Yeah. For a change. But, but for that moment, though, for that, for that moment. moment, you really do think you suck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, know, yeah. you got to get yourself out of it. It's like, yeah. And again, you're absolutely right. You don't take it personal. It's not, it is not, you know, reflection of you. You just hit it out the ballpark or you just struck out, but it's, you're still you in essence, you know, you're still the writer who came up with that awesome idea and that terrible idea at the same time. Um, so yep, you got to go with the punches and you know, it's, it's hard because, you know, we're writers are, you know, our words are our babies. And so, you know, somebody's ripping your copy to shreds or, you know, telling you it's terrible. You, it's hard not to take it personally because yeah. you, you let sweat and tears into your copy yeah. um, to make it as good as it possibly can be. So, so yeah, you go through some serious Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde moments as a copywriter and, uh, but, but realize it's okay. It's okay. It's part of the process. It's part uh, of the process. Do you still go through that today? Like, you know, back in the beginning, maybe, but you still have those experiences now? Oh my gosh. After 23 years, when I start writing a promotion, I'm going, okay, this is it. This is it. This is the one that they're going to know that I'm a fraud. This is the one that they're going to know. I really don't know how to write copy. This is, I mean, I'm not kidding. I go through that and I'm going really, okay. I know this is part of my process so let it happen. And I go ahead and let it go through and I go, okay, stop. Look, look at, you know, I, I had, when I first started copywriting, I had this goal. I had a one, a three inch binder. And I thought if I could just fill this binder up with my promotions that I've written, my sales copy, if I can just fill this binder up, I will be successful. That was to me. When I first started off, I said, I can fill this binder up with copy that I've written. I will be successful. Um, as of yesterday, I am on binder number 41. Okay. And there are five inch binders now. The three inch binders weren't holding enough promotions. So even at binder number 41 with five inch promotions, I still go, oh no, this is going to be the one where they're going to realize I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so it just got like it's crazy. You just go with the process and say, all right, let's go now. Let's write some kick for a copy. Let's just go ahead and do it. Let's keep going. So interesting. Even after all, you got 41 binders on the wall. You still... I, I said, yeah, I can show you my binder if you like. I, said, I have 40. I think my assistant's got the 41st one on there. So yeah, I've got 40 wow. up there. Binder number 40. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Either, we're, talking, binders, huh? we're talking promotions. Like, you know, we're, we're talking, um, grab some samples. Like I have some, you know, we're talking about promotions like these. These are, these are thick stuff. It's not little pages. You know, some of these things are 52 pages long. This one is 48 pages um, with this promotion here. So, and they're all different sizes. They're, you know, Magalogs, tabloid size. Um, they're the, the shorter Slim Jim digest size, all of them. I, whenever I do, whenever I do something, I get a sample and I put the date on when I wrote it, who my designer is and what, you know, who the client is. And I put it in a sleeve and it yeah. goes into my binder. Yeah, um, nice. From day one, I've been saving my samples, and so I, I have at least one of everything that I've written. Amazing. And, yeah, yeah. And like I said, I just wanted to fill one binder, one three-inch binder, to be successful. And it's still going. It's interesting because I think some people are probably. Well, I've made this mistake. I think where you have those thoughts, and you think, oh, like I'll. I'll 
get moving and I'll do the work when these thoughts are gone. Like, Oh, like I've got to work through these thoughts first and then I'll do the thing that I want to do. And you're saying, don't wait, like, just do it. This is going to happen 20, 30, you, know, you know, 20 years into your career. You still, this is still going to happen. And if it, you know what, I'm at the point in my life now where if it doesn't happen, then I'm nervous. It's almost like, you know, it, 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 I think it's kind of a humbling um, experience because if I'm afraid that, Oh no, I, if this won't be good then it makes me realize, okay, get going, get working on it, focus on it. Don't take it for granted that you're going to automatically make it, you know, awesome. You can't do that. You got to go back and do all the work. Every promotion deserves the same amount of work to, you know, to make it successful. So if you get to the point, you're thinking, ah, I can knock this off in two days, no big deal. You know, you, then you get, you get sloppy, you know, your sloppy copy does not work. So if then you just, you, you kind of now become a self-fulfilling prophecy. You will screw up and mess it up, you know, because you're not putting in what you know is needed to, to write that promotion. So I'm, I'm, I don't mind having that feeling because I know it's part of my process. I know it makes me stay humble. makes me do my research, makes me, you know, really try to give the client the best that I possibly can um, instead of just skating, you know, not resting my laurels. So, so if I don't feel that way, I'll be like, oh, what's wrong? Why, where's my fear? What's going on? Why am I not, you know, getting that angst here? Because, um, is I, I've come to accept it. Like I said, as, as being how I create kick, butt controls, that's what I have to go through. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. That's a really cool way to think about it. Let's, um, Let's jump, let's jump onto another like lesson or rule or yeah, from the book. Have you got any, have we, we've just been on one this whole time, right? I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. I, I, you want me to do these and pick out the ones I like? Oh, I don't here? have the book here, so I can't, I can't ah. pick one. I can pick a random okay. number. Pick a random number. That's a great idea. Pick a 53. Random number. That's the number that popped into my head. Let's see. 53 says, make people better off in way in ways they desire and are willing to pay for it. Okay, so this was a lesson that my boss at Phyllis Publishing, Bob King, who was a creative genius, a, a marketing genius, Bob King, would, that was our mantra in our, in our, at Phyllis Publishing, to make people better off in ways they desire and are willing to pay for. So that was our challenge in, our, in whatever the industry, whatever, whatever department you worked on. The marketing department is, what are you going to do today that's going to enhance the life of your customer, you know, in, in a way that they're willing to say, I'm going to pay you for this. And I, that was a very important lesson learned at a very early stage in my life so that it kind of went right into copywriting to say, why am I writing this promotion? Why am I bothering someone today? you know, with an email or, or something coming in their mailbox. Mm-hmm. Why, you know, what, what value am I going to give to them in exchange for the few minutes that they spend reading my copy? So I look at that as a responsibility that I have as a copywriter is don't, don't send junk out. Don't work for crappy clients who do, who, you know, who create crappy products that don't work, you know, have a sense of, you know, uh, uh, in yourself of, 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 um, of worth that I'm not going to spend my time and, and my energy growing a crappy company. I want to provide value to the people who, who read my words. And so by doing that, you, you elevate yourself to where you, ha- you know, you need to be responsible and accountable for what you write. And when you do that, I, I feel with me, I'm going to do my best job. I'm going to give you what I feel you need. So, you know, do I, do I, you know, I think about what is my, my prospect waking up this morning and feeling, you know, and then I, t- I start from there and I start talking to them. Like I know them and saying, you know, is this what's happening right now? If it is, I can help you. 
you know, and here's how I can help you. And then I keep my, my message so simple that they can understand what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to impress them with my words. I'm trying to connect with them as a human being to say, I feel you. I know what you're going through and I can help you. So that was the lesson that Bob King taught me my, in the early 80s uh, when I was starting my career. Well, you know, maybe mid 80s when I was starting my career, um, that your goal is to make people uh, better off in ways that they're willing to pay for. Because you're still running a business. You know, you can make them better off, but if they can't pay you for it, then you're now you're a volunteer organization. That's different. You know, but if this is still a business that you're doing, people will pay if you're delivering on your promises, mm-hmm. you know, money becomes a non-issue, you know, if the product is serving its purpose, if it's, you know, if it's a pain product and it's taking away your pain, you're going to find the money to buy that product because you don't want the pain, you know? So that's, that's the message. So that was Bob King. I, and he passed away a few years ago, but one of my mentors who taught me that lesson and it is something to this day, I still live by. Yeah. And that's one thing I've wondered about, cause I've been working in like a different you know, I, I came up in the copywriting world writing like or email autoresponders and a lot of online stuff. It wasn't for these big publishing houses. It was more for probably a lot smaller. I mean, still decent businesses, but it's not Agora or something like that. It's like uh, maybe a high six or seven figure business selling eBooks or courses or something online. And so for me, it was like a very different game. And so I've always wondered about the, like the control game. I don't know what to call it, but like that more traditional copywriting path. Like one question I've always had is like, Cause I, I don't read, I don't read those that generally those types of things. I've been, you know, I'm in Peru right now. I travel the world so I don't get this stuff in the mail. And so I make, I, you know, I wonder like how much of this stuff actually works. Like you were saying, well, how do you know if any of it works? Cause I, I imagine some of it, I don't know about the majority of it or not, but some of it, of course, is just going to be really good copy selling stuff. That's doesn't, you know, it's not really doing that much. Maybe it's a placebo or something like that. So well, how, yeah. No, I work with the nat- with natural health products, majority supplements now. I started off selling newsletters and they were still in the health field, but I got into doing the, nat- the supplements and I love those. And when I work with the client, first of all, I work with quality clients. So that helps a lot um, because I know that they're going to put out quality products. We're not trying to fly by night. And I have a, base- a basic, my rule is if I'm working on a product, I'm going to take it myself. All right. So it better be legitimate. It better be safe and it better work. Now, my one exception is I will not take the male potency products. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, I won't do those, but for the most part, I will, if I'm taking, if it's a supplement to help boost energy levels or if it's for joint pain or for, you know, whatever it is, when I'm working on the product, I will take it also. So that to me is saying, well, if you're not willing to take this product, then why in the world are you trying to sell it to somebody else? You know, so that automatically makes me feel comfortable that if I'm willing to take it, I believe in this product, I believe in the company. Okay, that's the first obstacle that I've gone through. Um, And then the testimonials. I mean, most of these products, people write in about how it's helping them. So I base a lot on the testimonials. If somebody's saying this and they're not being paid to say this and they're they're saying what their experience is, I'm going, okay, if this is working for thousands of people, then, all right, I'm going to go ahead and go by what you're telling me that it's doing. You know, then I also look yeah. at the studies or any kind of um, credibility that we can put to the, the product to show that, hey, it's not just us saying it, but other people are saying this thing is awesome, too. So, yeah, it's the the whole this the business. What's funny is a lot of the a lot of the younger copywriters who only knew who only know email marketing and only know the autoresponders you started off with. It's like those folks are now starting to learn about direct mail 
like it's this whole new thing like wow that's interesting you know and yeah. us being a direct mail all we're like we're now trying to get into the whole email thing going oh that's how that works you know but the bottom line is the concepts are the same yeah. nothing nothing is really different it yeah. all comes down to writing strong copy that connects with your prospect yeah. you know the deliver the the, the delivery of how it's done, whether it's, you know, through email or through the mail, that's different, but that's, in essence, if you can't write strong copy, you can't make the sale, whether, no matter how you're trying to, um, you know, uh, get in touch with your customers. Yeah. That's what I've wondered. I mean, I've always like, it's, that's not really, I think where I'm going to be going in the future, but it's always like a backup plan, I suppose, for me. That's, that's for me, just personally, that's how I approach it. I got another business I want to start, which is obviously needs quite good copy, but it's not a publishing company or supplements or anything like that. So, but I'm always very curious about it. Cause you know, we talked about these bundles, right. That, that I, um, you know, I did recently, I asked you about that. And uh, it's interesting just seeing all these like all these different copywriters sort of come up in the, in the field in all these different ways. Like you have your direct response copywriters doing direct mail and things like that. And I remember I've read books about that. I've like, you know, cause you, you read books and that's where, that's where it all started. But then you got people doing Facebook ads and then you got people doing video sales letters. And then you got people like, um, for me, it was all always, well, mostly email marketing. And there's just so many ways to make it work. Well, I mean, when I started off, I was you know looking back even like the 1940s, and you're looking at Ogilvy, you're looking at the, 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 the kings of direct you know, mail and you read the books and you're trying to go, well, what made it work? Whatever. It hasn't changed. Yeah. It's the same thing. If you go back and read one of those books and you're, you know, they're going to tell you how they get a customer, you know, how to get a customer. If you follow what they're saying today, you will get that customer. You know, it's, it comes, it, it does not change. It is all about, again, connection with your market, knowing who you're talking to, talking their language, providing an amazing offer for them that they, that is irresistible, um, giving them serious proof elements that what you're talking about is legit, guarantee what you're going to deliver for them, and then let them try the product. That's it. That's how you do it. That's how you roll it. Yeah. That's what's really cool about copywriting too. Cause you know, I've been 10, 11 years or something like that. And I remember when I started learning, it was like, if I can figure this out, I'll learn how to sell stuff. I'll always have a way to make money. Cause it's people always need to make money everywhere in every country. Even if the economy, I mean, if, if the economy is worse, there's just be more people who need to make money. So it's, it's just such an interesting skill and the psychology of it doesn't change. Cause yeah, you're just talking to people's needs, trying to understand them. What do they want? We're solving problems. Yeah. And once you get the mindset of it, it's like, oh, that's pretty simple. Yeah. It, it's, it's as easy and, and hard as, and difficult as that. It's easy yeah. and difficult yeah, yeah, as yeah, yeah. you know, and I, and I look at it, I tell my students all the time, look, look at writing as two things. One is either straightforward journalism, you know, journalism that you, you know, you get, okay, that's, it's, if it's not journalism, it's copywriting. It, it really is. It is a form of copywriting, whether if you're writing a book, you're st- it's still copywriting because you're still trying to get your message across to your audience. If you're, you know, if you're doing email marketing, if you're doing BSLs, if you're doing, you know, direct response copy, you know, direct mail, it's all copywriting. You know, if you're doing, um, you know, special reports, if you're doing, you know, your e-zines, if, you know, whatever the case may be, if you are trying to connect with a person, it is copywriting. Right. Um, when my kids were little, I remember my daughter was in fifth grade and I had to go to her school um, to do a, you know, a career day thing. Right. So I had to show up a career day and I had to explain what a copywriter is. It's a bunch of, you know, 10 year olds who don't care. Right. <laughs> like, so I finally said, OK, how many of you have written a letter? 
to your mother, father, grandparents, or anyone to ask for something, whether it's a new truck, a new dress. So how many of you have actually written a letter and said, dear Nana, I want this, 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 or whatever, right? All the hands, almost all the hands went up. Like, oh, we've done, I've asked them. I said, short letter, doesn't matter. Just anything you've written out to request something. All the hands went up. And I said, well, now you have just written a sales letter. Okay. Now I said, keep your hands up. I said, now, how many of you got what you wanted? All right. About half the hands went down. I said, well, you guys with your hands up have written a control. <laughs> you, know, you got a winner. <laughs> And it was like, if I could explain it to fifth graders, they go, oh, I wrote a control because I got my truck. I wrote a control because I got my whatever, you know, and it's like, okay, so it's as simple as that. So to me, I look, the world is very simple when it comes to copywriting. It's either straightforward journalism or it's copywriting and some variations. Yeah. Did that make the kids want to learn more about it? They're like, oh man, you to teach me how to do this so I can get more trucks and dresses. No, not really. They're 10 year olds, you know, (laughs) but you could, yeah. I did have a pin. I did have a gift for everyone. And it says, um, you know, you know, uh, this pin will give you, will get you a job, save it. Right. So I gave them the pen all out. And I said, hold on to this pen, because if any of you decide you want to do copywriting, you hold on to this pen and you bring it to me and I will get you a job. I will work with you to teach, teach you how to write copy. You know, so I haven't gotten the pen yet. <laughs> so that was a call to action. That was a call to action. Yeah, here's your pen. Yeah, that's, that's it. There's your call to action. So I gave, I taught them the elements of, of a sales letter. They had fun. They enjoyed it. And a couple of people, a couple of them like to write. So that was it. But I mean, I'm not going to sit there and go, I blew their mind because they are fifth graders, you know, the attention span, like this recess took it all out. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Huh? Interesting. And if you ever get that pin, I mean, we were to talk about that. I get, I'm a good podcast. I've been waiting, but I have not gotten. I just save this pen. Just all you gotta do is save it, and then you show it to me. Then I know you were in this class today. No matter how far along you are, if you're in this class, I will. I will hire you. I will teach you how to write copy. So, that'll be a great story oh well. one day. <laughs> one what's day. what's uh, what's another lesson? So we should jump okay, to pick, pick another random you one. Pick a, you pick a number. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay. Black people do go to therapists, but they're called girlfriends. <laughs> you would pick 27, wouldn't you? <laughs> so, and this, <laughs> oh, okay, well, this one, I just, I started by saying there's a stigma in the African-American culture, you know, that black people don't go to therapy. In fact, my neighbor said to me, we don't go to, we don't go to therapy. We go to church, you know, because it's like, that was kind of the whole, you know, no, that's for white people. Now, black people don't go to therapy. We don't need that stuff, right? Trust me, that's how I grew up, right? So I just said, the truth is therapy can benefit anyone who needs it. And there's a lot of black people out there I know who need some therapy. Um, But it said, but sometimes therapy isn't an option. So that's why we have friends. For me, I say it's prayer, exercise, and my girlfriends who help me keep my head on straight. And so I talk about that. My my girlfriends are the ones that I, I go, you know, I talk to them about whatever I need to talk about. And it's like, I'm having therapy every day you know, getting things out and listening to them. And so you should, you know, create your, your, your core group of people that you can trust that would, you know, you can, you know, help you and guide you. And if they tell you something that you don't want to hear, then you need to shut your pie hole and listen to them because this is your people. These are your peeps who you trust 
who are going to give it to you straight. So if they tell you something, then you need to listen. In fact, I just say thank anybody who's willing to give you, you know, in your face critiques, you know, because if you know they're coming from a place of, of really, you know, loving you and wanting to help you, then obviously they're seeing something that you're not seeing. So you may want to take, you know, take another look at it and see what the, what they're saying. So that was the whole point in this in this one that is whether you get mad at them or not, um, you know, you need to, to tap into your, your little core group. And my girlfriends are that for me. I said, they keep it real. When I try to, he said, when I try to get all snooty, they go, ah, I know you. We shared underwear. Remember, don't be acting all, you know, high sanity with me right now. <laughs> so, so they keep me real. They keep it going. And so I said, yep. I said, I, I have, I personally have not gone to a professional therapist, but I do go to therapy every day. And it is in the forms of my girlfriends. <laughs> Yeah, nice. Yeah, I like that. One. Yeah. Oh boy. That now, oh, one. we don't pick the bra one because that gets a little, a little closer, but that's okay. I'm not going to tell you what number that one is. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll get it. Maybe I'll get it. Did, uh, another number? 34? You already did 34. That's your copy sucks. Oh, that's oh, maybe that's why it's popping into my that's, head. All right. What about the 33 then? 33. Oh, 33. All right. What is 33? Um, okay. End an email let okay, end an email, a letter, or a note with I love you or other kind words. I said, My mentor Clayton Makepeace taught me this lesson. I knew how he felt about me, even when he was tearing my copy to shreds. He passed away March 24th, 2020, and I miss him a lot. But the lesson is simple: say kind words to the people you care about because it may be the last time you speak to them. So I still have the last email that Clayton sent me and true to form, he was ripping apart my copy. All right. And at the end, he said, but I love you. I love you. You know, and I and I saved that. And it's a reminder because that was the last time I had communication with him. So that just reminded you. It's like, hey, in business, whether copywriting, um, you know, when you're giving even, even when you're giving crits, you know, again, this is not about personal attack. This is about, you know, getting you to write better, stronger copy. So you, it's always time. You can always find a way to say something kind. If it's not, I love you, something else that you could say that you leave someone with a positive um, thought or message after you've communicated with them. Because again, it may be the last time you talk with them. So yeah, that, that got that, me emotional. That's deep. Yeah. I got me emotional. I can't go any further because I'll stop crying. Uh, <laughs> so, but that, that was a, a really great lesson. Yeah, it sounds like it. It's interesting. So it sounds like the book is you've got copywriting stuff in there, but then we're talking about copywriting. It's not just about copywriting. Being a good copywriter is not just about writing good copy. It's about all these other things as well. Therapy with your girlfriends. Look, look at you. Look at you. You're in Peru. Okay, you're in Peru. Where are you going to be next month? You don't know, right? You don't yeah. know. Where are you going to be? Okay, so th- that's copywriting. Um, so that's what that's what it is. Copywriting is not just the art of sitting down and writing down, you know, words and pages, make sales letters, whatever. What I talk about to help my, my writers understand, this is your life. This is a life you've chosen to lead, a life that allows you to live in Peru for a month if you want to, life that allows you to go wherever you want to, life that allows you to create your schedule, make decent money while you're at it, and, and be able to control your time, you know, and the people you're around. So I, I talk about that on my YouTube channel. I, I, I give a lot of free video training on copywriting, how to write headlines, all this kind of really cool stuff. But I also have a series, I call it Adventures with Copy Star Carlene. And what I do is I just take, I just take my, my readers with me wherever I go. Like, like we just posted a one today about my trip in Japan. 
you know? So I give like, you know, I'm in Japan. Why am I in Japan? Cause I can, cause I can. That's why, you know, yeah. it's Germany, Japan, I took, you know, Africa, wherever I have, like I do, I do a little, little, you know, a little fun you know, video short with them. And to say, this is what I mean about the copywriting life. You know, I have four yeah. children that I could go to their school. I could go to their school trips without having to ask, you know, for time off. Yeah. When my grandmother was dying, I got to spend the last month of her life with her without having to, you know, try to do anything. When she was asleep, I was writing copy. When she was awake, I was right there with her, you know? And so that is the copywriting life. You know, whatever you want to do, you now have the resources and the ability to accomplish it. And so it is not just about writing. So that's why this book is, like I said, it's copywriting business and life because a lot of the lessons I learned at copywriting convey to lessons I, I with my children and vice versa. You know, when I talk about parenting, if you don't have children, you can substitute parenting with being a boss. You know, how are you going to treat people who work for you and with you? Mm-hmm. You know, there's not, there aren't two, it's not that different. But as far as raising children or, or raising a company, um, the concepts are there. So you can learn the principles to use in your life and you take whatever you want. If you don't agree with me, I don't care. It's my book. I say what I want, right? You know, you don't have to agree with me. It's okay. You know, like I said, I'm not saying my way is the only way. I'm just saying it's my way, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe you can find something in it that you can benefit from and it will help you to grow and, and do better with the life that you've chosen to live. I like it. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I like it. No, it's true. I mean, this is, this is, yeah, this is why we all do copywriting, right? It's like, it's fun to write, but it's also fun to, yeah, I'm in Peru. You can, you can We're be Peru. Peru, yeah. Peru kind of looks like a beach house right now to me, but I mean, <laughs> it's a, it's a rustic. I mean, well, we've got like a three bedroom house. It's built out of all these natural materials. You've got awesome. the wood is like trees from the land. You've got stonework. It's all. But you're stuff. in Peru. That's cool, right? Yeah. yeah. Peru. That is so cool. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's what you want to, that's what you want to show people. It's like, Hey, this is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Or I take off a week. I'm taking off. I'm not working this week. Okay. Who does that? Except copywriters. We can do this kind of stuff. You know, you can, you can have fun with it or you can choose your clients or you can say no to your clients. I talk about in the book, how to fire a client, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, you know what? You are not, you you left that whole corporate crapola. Don't bring it into your own freelance business, you know, deal with people who generally respect you and, and, you know, and know that you can do a good job and then work with just those people, get rid of the ones who, who say stuff that may be disrespectful or demeaning, uh-uh, you fire them. Did I tell them how to fire a client? Because sometimes it can be kind of, you know, a little bit controversial, a little bit. So I said, well, there's a couple ways you can do it. I said, I really have never fired a client by saying you're fired. What I've done was, you know, what I've either doubled my rate um, so that they can't afford me anymore. And that kind of usually takes care of it. Or I, I just tell them, well, I have an ab- availability, but it's in 2027, but you can give me a 50% down payment now that's non-refundable and I will book you. <laughs> and that's all. So you, there are ways to do it. Without being <laughs> yeah. on, keep it together. Keep it together. You're the host. <laughs> 
I, I like that. I'm going to have to try that sometime. Yeah, yeah I don't have any availability for 15 years. Um, yeah, yeah, I have an available. I mean, keep it reasonable. Go five years. I'll go 15 years. But to say, you know what? I, I don't have a slot available until this, but I, but I will hold it for you with a 50% non-refundable deposit today. If they can't do it, I understand. <laughs> I can recommend someone else to you if you like. <laughs> So oh, that's how I love that. But I'm telling you, this, this is some of the secrets I'm going, you know, because some people don't like the idea. It's like, oh, confrontational. It's like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to tell them. Okay, there are ways to handle it. And yeah. you can get your point across and you can walk away without, you know, having to deal with a stupid client um, and that messes up your life. You know, just said, you, t- you worked hard to get yourself to this point, you know, your freelance life. So just work with people who respect yeah. and love working with. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of ways to do it. I think I've done before. It's just like, oh, I'm just too busy right now. I mean, sometimes I, I don't think I've done five years, but six months. Or, no, just, I just don't have space for it right now. I don't have bandwidth, got other projects to work on. So I can recommend someone if you want. Or, well, you know. I like mine where I say double your rate. I said double your rate and look at the difference as combat pay. <laughs> combat pay. Combat pay. Change your attitude. You're going to pay me $50,000 and a 10% royalty to write your promotion for you, I'll do it. I will change my attitude right now. <laughs> I will write that for you. Combat pay. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. combat pay. It's yeah. combat pay and okay. Yeah. I will change my attitude and I will get it out for you. If not, I'm not changing my attitude. I'm getting rid of you as a client. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. So let's so get back to the book. You've got, uh, if people want to go grab the book, you said you've got a whole bunch of gifts worth a whole ton of money. So talk, yes. let's talk to me about these gifts, 14 oh, gifts. Yeah. I said, so the book, I mean, you can get it as Kindle as cheap as 10 bucks or nine ninety nine on Kindle It's available paperback, hardback, as well as audio. So anyway, you buy the book, when you purchase the book and you can get it on Amazon or you can go to my carlinecole.com website, you'll get all the information about all the free gifts that you have in there. So just yeah. go to my website and you'll, you'll see a big pop-up about the book. So go there and you just type up your email address in there. And what you will get when you buy my book, I will give you 14 amazing gifts um, that are worth $1,799. And these gifts include swipe files. I actually give you my, some of my killer swipe files so that you can look at to, you know, to be able to study and to be able to figure out what am I doing here, reverse engineer it so that you can write stronger copy. I'm really big on copy crits is the book. We talk about that a lot about helping writers get better through copy critiques. So I give you three of my um, live copy critiques where you get to see how I work with writers and, and the results that we got from the copy crits that I did with them. It's awesome. It's awesome. That's like a, that's, that's, that's a $1,500 value right there. Actually, I was at 1500. Or I forgot how much it was worth, but that's the bulk of your, of the things you're getting um, is the, is the um, copy critiques. And then I give, I have um, my daughter, I have four of my kids. Two of them are copywriters. Um, yeah. So, and the other two just got their father's genes. <laughs> so the first two got more of my genes. And so I have one, I do, I have this amazing mother daughter smackdown that I do with my daughter, number two, Tierra Cole, who is a copywriter and a graphic designer. 
And uh, we, we have this thing going on where you can learn a lot about how to unleash your inner hustle, um, you know, and it, as a parent, you know, kind of how to groom and train your children to kind of learn the skill because, man, if they can learn copywriting. They could probably take care of you if you need to in your old age. You know, so, um, so that's cool. So that's a little bundle that you get when you buy the book. And, and again, that's 18, almost $1,800 worth of gifts that you get. And you can buy the book from ebook to print or audio, whatever you want to get. Good audio as well. Nice. Audio. Yep. And it's me talking. I am talking like I'm talking to you right now uh, on the audio book. So, um, so it's like, get the book. It's a great book, you know, give it to a friend as a gift. Um, It works. It's awesome. So that one, and then this is my, my, my first book, which was started all my life as a 50 plus year white male. This one, you get $950 worth of free gifts too, if you purchase it. So both books, you get it, both of them, you're getting almost $2,800 worth of um, copywriting, you know, sam- samples, swipe files, um, the uh, um, copy critiques, anything, you know, copywriting related is you're going to get it. It's going to help you get started, especially if you're a young copywriter, just trying to get, you know, get going. It's, you're going to get a ton of stuff in there. Beautiful. And so the best place to get that is Amazon or your website. Yeah. Do you have a preference? Go to my website, either one. I mean, you go to Amazon. If you go to my website, then I will, then you can sign up for my copy star easing, which is a free easing. I send out every day um, posts on how to, you know, encourage you to get, you know, keep going with your copywriting skills. I give you some of my secrets. I, sh- I break down stuff to show you what I do. Um, I'm, I'm a working copywriter. So I, I'll tell you what I'm doing right now and show you what's working right now. And that's in my copy star easing that you can get on. Go to Carlene Cole. C-A-R-L-I-N-E, Cole, uh, C-O-L-E dot com. And you go find that name and you get it on my my website or my YouTube channel. I got tons of videos in there. You can learn. They're a lot of fun. Um, just get to know me. That's all. <laughs> get to know get me. Get to on know there. you. Yeah, nice. Okay, I'll have a link to, I can put links to all that in the show notes at dropdeadcopy.com. To the website, to Kindle. Is it on Audible? It's like we said, you get the audio. Yeah. Is it Audible? Yeah. Okay. Yep, I got I knocked it all out the park. You got knocked Kindle, it all out. you got audio, you got hardback and paperback. Hardback and paperback. Wow. Yep. That's, that's, yep. that's I good. Play, John. If I'm gonna do I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go big, right? <laughs> Beautiful. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, coming on the show today, Carleen, and talking Thanks. about your book. Thanks for sharing some of the lessons. I'm glad I got to finally meet you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not that other guy. Not not that other guy. other guy was wonderful. Other random. <laughs> He's cool. He's a good guy. Yep, I haven't spoken to him in a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to come to your show every time I write a book, right? That's it. Once I write a book, I come to show. I'll come. Yeah, shoot me up. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is yeah. fun. Cool. Thank you. You are so welcome. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed it. <laughs>